let's get this show on the road. And we're back from another hiatus. Um, what day is this? Oct- no. <laughs> March. It's the 11th? 12th. 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 It's the 12th. 12th. Sunday the 12th. It's... We are back from our Europe trip that we will briefly talk about if possible. The clock says that it's five, 10 to 5, but it's... Oh yeah, us, the time it's 10 is to different. Four. It's crazy right now. Because even though we've had Oscars night. saying that we're not going to do stupid daylight savings time anymore because everybody agrees that it's stupid, we still do it. <laughs> the only, no the only country does why. it, right? Bella's here too, just FYI. She's co-hosting with I don't us know now. if we're the only country that does it. Anyway, this is the Late Night Lockdown. Welcome back. We have our dog here tonight as a co-guest, and she is growling at me because I have meat on the table. So I get it. But Bella is here. We are here, and we are back. We had a wonderful trip from Europe, which we did in 14 days. Bella. Uh, Matt, where was your favorite place and why? Where did we go? Uh, it's really hard to narrow <laughs> no. down a favorite place. It was all... We didn't get to spend enough time in any place, um, but we saw a huge amount every place. So we started from LA to Paris, three mm-hmm. days in Paris. Uh, we'll just jump right in here. Then to London for two days, then to Amsterdam. Took the train, took the train to London. There. Yep. Took a short plane ride to Amsterdam. Like 45 minutes, basically, LA to Vegas and back. Took a longer, but still, relatively speaking, short trip to Rome. Three days, about three days there. Yep. Uh, mm-hmm. Then a trip over to Cairo. Egypt, uh, Africa. Which was nuts. Um, and we'll get more into that. Uh, then from Cairo, the longest jaunt other than crossing the Atlantic, from Cairo to Dublin. Dublin! Which is too short. And I just learned uh, on another podcast that I was listening to on my walk uh-huh. that Dublin is Irish for Blackpool. Which is right across oh, the, I have heard about that. the Irish Sea or whatever they call that in between Britain and Ireland. Mm. And in England it's called Blackpool. Oh interesting. So they're right across the The water, away the body of water other. is or the No, the, the town. The, the town. town's called Blackpool. Oh. Dublin is also called Blackpool. It's that's Oh, so just it's like when they have sister Irish. cities like Memphis nope. and no. Dublin? Mm-hmm. In Irish, if you were to translate so Gaelic, it, you mean? Means Blackpool. Got it. But I'm saying it's the same name as the other town. Yes. Okay. So like sister cities where there's a different name, but it's the same. Like Nothing Santa like Mar- sister Like Santa Maria, St. Nope. Mary. No. That's the same. It is. Because sister cities just have no. decided for okay, whatever maybe I'm reasons. Wrong, wrong verbiage, sister city. I'm talking about when places have the same name. In okay. Different, in different languages. Yes. In our states, it would be, say, Spanish to English, where it's St. Mary's is Santa Maria. Right. Okay. Just to clarify. Interesting. That's cool. I did not. I don't remember if I ever came across that before. Yeah, I just found that out today. Interesting. But Dublin. Yeah, Gaelic is cool. Dublin was our Dublin language. was our last spot, and we were there for like I don't even think less than twenty-four total. hours. No, over twenty-four hours because we. Okay, spent, yeah, that's true. We spent two. It felt like only twenty-four hours. Like we less spent than. one night there. Yeah. Oh my gosh, maybe it was less than twenty-four. I think hours. it was. It was yeah, it was fast. It was fast. It was like basically our really nice layover that we just made the best of. But anyway, so yeah, we started in Paris. Paris was my favorite, other than Rome and Dublin, I would say, because I've always dreamt of going to Paris since I was a little girl. And I (laughs) was so grateful and so happy to finally see and be everywhere in that, like, that space alone. 
uh, finally in my dreams. Like it was a dream come true, literally a checklist, check off of my, my list. And, um, I loved that it was such a museum everywhere you took, like it was a living, breathing city museum because there's history literally everywhere you walk on or you look, whether it's Notre Dame, we say Le Marais, um, neighborhood area. That was really cool. It was, uh, very comfortable. We stayed at Hotel Britannique, which was a great little little hotel spot. Um, I loved opening the French windows every morning and being able to look out and see like pigeons flying off from the or ravens even from the uh, trees into this beautiful landscape of historical buildings that are yeah, old, older than our country. It's you know? refreshing because like in in America at hotels, anything above like the right. second floor, yeah. you can't even open the windows no. anymore because they're you're afraid not you're going to jump out of it. But this was like, right. you were just, you opened up these big windows and you're you just right there. There's a yeah. little gate like at your knees. Definitely not child-proofed. No, definitely um, not child-proofed. Tiny, sure. tiny room. I mean, yeah, no, it was like a closet, but it, it was, was a very beautiful, luscious closet. Yeah, a burgundy a very, and gold, like very like nice very the royal lion closet. king, like the sun king vibes. Um, it was beautiful experience. Um, I'd stay there again if if that was given to us as an opportunity because it was really comfortable and, and well, the hotel staff was, were nice. And, and I think Paris was a great... English, thankfully. It, it was a great place to start because even though yes. most people spoke English certainly better than we spoke French. Yeah. Uh, which is not difficult. Um, we... It, you really... You felt like you were very much in a different place. Like, it's not like, like when you go... A better Disneyland, in my brain. Yeah, but like, you know... <laughs> like, everybody's you, real, actually. If you, go to, if you go to Vancouver, oh, you're so technically cool. in a different country, you right. know what I mean? But it just... But everybody there speaks English, or Canadian, as it's called there. Um, <laughs> but they... It's, it, feels, it feels like it could be just a different city in America a lot of the time. You know, the, there's kilometers on the street signs and stuff like that, but in France... You know, it's everything is French. I mean, there's a lot of there's a lot of English. It's very a very an English speaking person can get around there very very. Yeah, easily. especially if you have Google Translate because that that's very helpful too. Yeah, but, but I, even without it, we didn't really need it. I never it. had to, I never had to use it. No, but it was nice to have it in the back of your mind. True, um, but yeah, it was just it felt like you were you knew you were in someplace different. Yeah. You knew it was well, someplace I think exotic. When we, once was... we stepped out and we heard, like even then the Air France, we took Air France to Paris, everybody speaks French. Yeah. And you immediately started hearing way more French than English and all of a sudden it was just French. Well, and I found that so refreshing. I thought it was, was such a cool experience and perspective. I was amazed just getting off the plane and seeing all the cars and they're all Peugeots. Right. <laughs> like, there's the I occasional. Even, I didn't even know what that was. There's before. the occasional Mercedes or Peugeot, the, or the, or the very rare Ford, but like it's pretty much all Peugeots everywhere. <laughs> so it was. I forgot about that. That was that was interesting, and it was a long drive into the city. Um, our driver was awesome. I forget his name, but he was putting good music on, and then we like kind of took us around on a tour, on, which happened to be the way we needed to go anyway. I think, but yeah, but we saw like. Right up close and personal with the Arc de Triomphe. I went down the Champ. We we probably never would have Champ Elysees. Champ Elysees. Uh, we would never have known that 
we were passing over the place where oh, Lady yeah. Diana was killed. Prin- yeah. Um, yeah. Princess Di, I guess, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, they have a nice we would, I don't right think there. I ever would have known that oh, had, I, the, I had the cab driver have. not told us. And, and then we ended up crossing over that place later because yeah. we were, I mean, multiple times though, on the bus tour. Right, I know. On, uh, just it was on a little, our, it was a little weird feeling like crossing over it several times when we did, to be honest with you, just to know, knowing that she died below you like that. Well, but, and because she was an influential person yes. for you growing yeah, up too. Yeah, definitely, so definitely. That's, it was know. close to home. It was crazy, you know. And she was just a big, she was just a big fixture uh, of my life. Like you, Huge. when growing up in the 80s. Such a you, humanitarian. You just always heard about uh, Princess Di mm-hmm. growing up. So it's just, you know, it's surreal, but it's just one of the many sure. surreal things about sure. being in Paris. I mean, yeah. the, all, all the, all the typical landmarks, most of which were, were walking distance uh, the Louvre was walking distance from our hotel. The, right. the Eiffel Tower was a long walk, but walking distance. Champs Elysees was walking distance. Arc yeah, Trion, it's definitely Dame, a walking city. Uh, and Dame, a, that's whatever. a beautiful thing that I would say, even if you're not a walker, just do yourself a favor and try it for a day and just explore when you go to any of these cities, especially Paris, especially Rome, especially London. Um, Dublin, Dublin I, do, too. But get your get your before you get go into to the any walking. Of these the walking places, highly recommend yeah, the walking. Get your walking shoes out. Train yourself up. Get get like, used to being goal, able to walk. Make it a goal. Challenge yourself. At you least five everything. miles a day. If you're not already in that kind of shape, get in that kind of shape because you can do t- a lot of stretching and water. The the public <laughs> transportation is it was really good. I was very impressed with the yes, public transportation almost what everywhere we went. We need here in America um, so badly. We never saw it in Dublin. I don't even know if it existed. Buses we saw. I, it it uh, does, but it's not as, I don't think it's as big of obviously like the tube and stuff, but yeah. But it was it was great. Um But even just calling lifts great in and Paris, taxis. It was were great easy. in France. Um mm-hmm. wait, it was great in Paris, it was great in London. <laughs> Uh, we didn't see much of France outside. Well, we we traveled through it on the train. On but, the train, yeah. And that's a, that was a great way to see the countryside. But the best way to see everything was the hop on hop off bus. Cool way to see stuff. The best way to see things was walking. Walking. It yep, was I it agree. was great. Even through the rain, like it got misty at many different points. Um, but that was the beauty of it. Like like seriously, make it the best experience by just pushing yeah, through. They like, make they make waterproof sneakers. Yeah, now. exactly. Throw There's on no your, excuse. I, it's I really had a waterproof fun. jacket, an umbrella, and waterproof shoes. And other than one really really hard rainy night in Rome, uh, that was enough. That was fun though. Like that was a painting we were living in. No, it was fun. I you just, know, that was I shouldn't a have been. I was trying to be a gentleman and gave up my umbrella for a while to Allie, and I probably shouldn't have done that for as long as I did because <laughs> just I was fine other than my pants got soaked. Right. I didn't really notice that until we were coming back from the restaurant, and then I was like, "Holy shit! I've been in wet pants for four hours. I feel terrible. I need to get home right now." Right, right, right. So right. like yep. that was so. Word to the wise: <laughs> use use your umbrella. Encourage all your travel mates to have yeah, umbrellas. So you don't feel the need to give up yours, just in case. Good call. But it was no, it was the, the whole <laughs> the whole trip was great. But I I digress. Back to back to France, the Eiffel ah. Tower, the Louvre, oh, the Notre, yeah. Dame, Notre Dame, Notre Dame, <laughs> the the walking along the Seine, my swans. All the were swans. These, I love the swans. The first night we're there, we go. We're literally about to cross the street to go back to our hotels. Um, on the Seine, the quiet Seine. The lights are shining from the sides of the buildings onto the, the the ripple effects, and these two beautiful white swans literally paddle through graciously underneath 
the bridge we're on, and then onto the other side and out, and they're just like, you can tell they're in love. Like they just had, the, <laughs> they were having a little rendezvous. I think that at she night. might be anthropomorphizing. I don't know, them, maybe, just a little but bit. I'm just saying it was really. Get, it was magical, and it, and that's their life every was, day. It was okay? very peaceful. It was very, peaceful. very cool. It was it was a great way to be introduced to Europe. Absolutely. Uh, Paris is a is a fantastic city. Uh, I didn't find I there was very you you're always hearing about the the rudeness of Parisians. I did not encounter that. Uh, no. I can think of maybe one time that I was like oh, a little little terse, maybe, <laughs> maybe twice. But that's it. I mean, certainly nothing like uh, no. experiences in New York or even here in L.A. It, it, exactly. It was, it was. I think it's, it's people pleasure. who uh, don't understand that it may be rude to you, but it's it's culture differences. It's just that you know people's rights to not give a damn about some things, and um, and live their life. And if you know, I say at least try uh, to speak their language by being respectful it's just a respect thing so like say you know at the very least bonjour comment ça va ça va bien or je m'appelle ami or whatever like simple sentences like that where you can learn and get it down and then they will speak english to you after that like they knew we were english you speaking can, dominant you can, but they like that away. we try she even went way too in depth with it i you did can, you can easily with what you just said oh. you can easily get away with bonjour S'il vous plaît, and merci. And <laughs> that's about, it. Où est la toilette? You, know, you should probably know that one. Yeah. Or just it, toilet, I guess. You, anyone you're going to ask where the bathroom is, they're going to tell you. Plus, it's always downstairs. No, there it's upstairs I'll sometimes, it. too. I'll solve it for you right there. No, it wasn't. It was yeah. never upstairs. Where? <laughs> it was, where was upstairs, it upstairs at Café de Flore, which is a beautiful café. Go find that one if you're in Paris. Café de Flore. That... Upstairs. With, yeah, the lady was upstairs in the bathroom. Really? Mm-hmm. There's one restaurant in all of Paris <laughs> where the bathroom is upstairs. We also went to Other the Moulin Rouge. Other than that, it's downstairs. Plus, you'll, you'll be true. able to it's find it. It's true. It's mostly downstairs. It's, it is. It Even is, in Amsterdam. It's fairly simple. If you really want to learn. And London. All of them. They all go to the basement. Où de toilet. Où est la toilette? See, I don't even know it, and I did Where is the I toilet? studied French for two months before we went, and I didn't even know it. Seriously, bonjour. <laughs> But you should Merci still try and when you go to a different country. It's this just is all, rude if you don't try. This is all you need to know. You you learn those three words, you'll, you, people will have will have gotten you to. They will realize you've made an effort. Also, parlez-vous anglais? You yeah. want to know that one? That's a good one. That means I'm trying, but I don't know your language. Do you speak English? Well, then it's parlez-vous anglais. So I'm just saying. Okay, there you go. Sorry, I was thinking about Spanish too. So which which so happens. Many. Yes. This is a problem when you're traveling all over Europe and you're trying to like That's such a problem. A little bit of the languages is we'd get in right. We got to Rome and I was still locked into French. So I'm like they're they're like I, I'm like bonjour and they're like mm, okay, you're clearly not French. And this is Italy, so what are you talking about? And you just you you forget like it was yeah it was, it's close bonjour no it was it was hard Buona to yeah Bo- bonjour no grazie mille ciao ciao bello ciao that's the easiest one just ciao hello and ciao. it's like aloha aloha but aloha ev- every ciao. every place every place was amazing except bello um no more I was very I was the most disappointed in Cairo. 
Now, that's not to say that the, the pyramids were not fantastic. That's not to say that the, that the, the Egyptian museum wasn't amazing. Um, it was. Yeah. But the, there are a the lot of air pollution, the, um, but there are a lot the of disparity between the haves and have-nots. I mean, it's, it is obvious, and we live in Los Angeles, so there is a, there is a, a enormous gap here as well that is unforgivable. Mm-hmm. Um, it is just, it is so big and so stark there. I literally had to sleep with a surgical mask on, um, like a COVID mask. Because the air was so thick with because the air quality smoke was so and bad. Pollution, yeah. It was, it, and I'm asthmatic, and it was bad. I just I didn't want to feel stifled with it on, so I chose not to. But the first night, like you could get that like secondhand smoke uh, vibe in your back of your throat feeling when you've been in a restaurant or a place too long with hand, secondhand smoke. It kind of felt like that, where it was kind of burning in the in the throat area. Um, and so that was very unfortunate because otherwise it's beautiful. You know, some of it is a very beautiful culture. Um, the people were pleasant, and it was beautiful to meet them. But it's did. but you also you realize that there is such that there is. We were very lucky. We we did very it. lucky. We very, did it. We did the five star thing. way. We right. Had, we had a tour private guide, tour guide Mona, uh, who was the amazing. entire time. We had we were but staying like in, it was a different uh, experience a very because fancy, of that. Very fancy hotel. With very nice restaurants on the grounds. Yeah, everything but was there, but, but right was, next to the pyramids. It was Mena gate, House Marriott. Right, and it's and it's Hi. gated and there were armed guards at and the ca- gate. And canines. And I'm not and canines that, that would circle your car that yeah. bomb bomb sniffing dogs. Yeah. Every time you entered yeah. and exited. So it's just it, it was a reminder that you are, you know, in the Middle East area. <laughs> yeah. And that's the closest we've ever been. And that I think for me personally as someone who loves to learn about anthropology and civilizations and humanitarianism and everything, it was a culture shock that I am grateful to have been experienced of now so that I can have a better understanding of some things and when when I take things for granted or you know, when I have a different perspective on things, I can remember and know that now. But it was it's a place that I would love to visit again. I don't know if realistically I ever will, unless it gets better in the next 20 years. Yeah, and I, it's really I, sad to me because I loved. I felt. I, I just felt like really cool energy there, and I loved it. And I'd love to go back to support and go. You know, but it's just really hard, especially with the animal issues there too. Like that was a hard thing to see. Oh and yeah, it just, the, the I saw mother. I saw. I saw young mothers with their babies, like rocking them, literally begging on the streets that we were driving by at times, and it just was like that. And that stray, happens. Stray that happens dogs here everywhere. It's not just alone. Like I, I understand oh. how there's issues in our own country that need to really be looked at too but it's not about taking anything away from that it's just saying this was such a different culture shock I've ever seen before the closest I could say would be where I went to in Mazanillo the outskirts of Mazanillo in Mexico where the poverty is so bad where people are living in a cardboard boxes and everything um, but that was eye-opening to me when I first went there when I was 20 and I thought, okay, this is literal poverty. That we there's it, no one that should be able to be living that the, way in and this there's, world. And there's and and when you then drive, you drive through these terrible places where these terrible things are. And again, just like here, there is no reason for it anymore. There right. is no reason that we can't spread the wealth to where and, people, yep. to where we can all breathe clean air, we can all have clean water, we can all have uh, enough food to eat. 
and and uh, and shelter. Uh, we th- we can. It is possible. We can make it happen. Not just here in America, worldwide, but here and in America, very much for for ninety percent of us. Uh, you know. Yeah. Take a look around you. I realize that we always want to strive for more, and that's good, and that's healthy, but. Uh, you know, but count, count your count, real blessings yeah, too. Yeah, count your like, blessings. It having is, a roof over is. your head that ha- doesn't have holes in it, and you can see the sky. Yeah, you know and that does happen in America too, as we know. But I'm just saying we are lucky and look at the things we do have, and not just be ungrateful for them, but just have that perspective, refresh that pers- that perspective. Like indoor plumbing, a toilet that flushes instead of having to go in the backyard. And water that you can drink. And water that you can fucking... Well, some parts of America, anyway. Right. But, yeah. Right, yeah. Others, obviously not. Right. Sorry, Mississippi. Sorry, Detroit. Yeah. And so, that's... You know, water is a human right. Food is a human right. Living... Affordable living is a fucking human right. And this was an eye-opening experience seeing how stark that is in other cultures and 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 societies. That difference was so stark we had just come from rome right where there's literally fresh drinking water you can you <laughs> that walk was out so of the, cool you walk I out of the coliseum and there's a giant machine that gives you free sparkling water yes <laughs> as long as or, you have your own bottle or yeah, flat water or flat water you, you have can. a choice of it's, what type of water you want from free. this free fountain and then we for get, everybody in front of the coliseum our next stop is cairo where they're literally burning fires along the side of the road for work right at night yeah like, and it's yeah it, streets it's, some streets that look like they've been bomb shelters yeah and no, I literally they were thought bombed like out, not were, bomb shelters no, I'm sorry yeah they bombed were bombed out. out there was bricks lying all over the road next to collapsed buildings next to buildings that people were clearly living in yeah I mean yeah, it, it was, was but I, without roofs totally it so was mind blowing it, it was, was like how does how does this work it was wild it was it was wild but I mean I'll but we climbed in the... I a lot mean, of great oh. experiences. We, we went to the fucking... into the Great Pyramid. We've been the, not just a pyramid. Inside. The Great Pyramid of Giza. Yeah. The 45, 4,600 year old pyramids that everyone... The last wonder of the world. The originals. Like, I still can't believe that. So that was the big highlight. Because I've always loved ancient Egypt. I've been really drawn to it since I was a kid. I just love the ancient cultures and learning about them. And to get close to them through museums is one thing and really cool experiences but to actually touch the fucking pyramids to actually not even touch but actually climb into and then debate for a bit if you're going to go to the belly of the beast literally to the pharaoh's tomb and see it for yourself which my friend and i tried and we fucking did and i have to say i I am so grateful for the lifetime experience. I know, Matt, you're bitter, and I'm sorry. Notice that she said, <laughs> notice that she said, my friend and I did it. <laughs> Not my boyfriend and I did it. And here's why. Oh, here's what happened. Yes, continue. So I was a little nervous about it. And as you're as you're walking in, you you start to It's you, like a cave. You, it's like a nice yeah, little cave. It's it's a cave that you can stand <laughs> up in. You know, yeah. I'm I'm almost six feet tall. I had to kind of duck my head a little bit. At, a couple of points, about 30, 40, 50 feet in, you go up this little stairwell and then it's um, a ramp with uh, uh, handrails on either side, but you have to be hunched over. You, you've got to get down it's very steep. to about three and a half. It's like 90 degree angle? What three and a half, that was? Uh, 80? 45 oh, to really? 50 degree angle. 80, well, totally 80 off. degree angle. Were you rock know. climbing? I don't know, you, you tell me. <laughs> It was about a 45, 50 degree angle. Okay. 
Um, it was steep, though. Just steep. I mean, it was, I, my, the, our thighs were burning So after. I started to go and so very, bad. and the air quality good. outside was terrible. Yeah. Inside, you know, it's not exactly ventilated. It's a tomb. <laughs> it's a pyramid. It's a giant tomb. tomb. There's no windows or vents. So you I found. was, I got a little beclemped and I was like, yeah, I don't no, know totally if I can do it. They started to go up and I was like, all right, let's all go. So they get up to a, a landing area and uh, and people had walked, had been coming down out of there, like in a state of like full-blown panic. Yeah, no, there People were like clutching their chests, sweating profusely. Like it, it looked like it was going to be a miserable slog. And to a point it was. Anyway, the ladies get up to this landing and as Wyatt and I are, are starting to follow them up, they turn around and say, never mind, it's too much. We're coming back down. Okay, that's fine. <laughs> we turn around, we go back down. Our legs are burning just from doing these this these couple of failed attempts. We wait down there because they say they're coming back down. And we wait, and we wait, <laughs> and we wait. And now I'm getting worried, so I start I yell back up this, hey I'm me! Up the up this tomb! Because it's a tomb. And they're not coming. And it took them about, mm, it felt like 15, 20 minutes. It was probably like 5 to 10, somewhere in between 5 and 10. Yeah, we, we got And we got they had decided to go up and actually go all the way up into the tomb. Just not tell us that that was what they were doing. Of course, then by the time they come down, we've all been standing inside <laughs> there for so long. We all just had to leave. So I went uh, 50 plus feet, 100 feet maybe all total into the great pyramid which is fantastic and great but i didn't go as far as my <laughs> my lovely podcasts and life companion oh, ami did i'm, I'm so happy for her but also yes she described it well i am i am better i'm sorry i am a little bitter what happened was yeah, the oxygen left us, and we didn't think straight to tell you because we didn't have any more breath than just to say, "Are we gonna do it?" No, you know what? We're here. Let's fucking do it. It's like it's like when you're in in a moment, you're like, "We're gonna hold, go under." Okay, we're gonna go under. Hold your breath. Okay, and then you go, and you're not really thinking because adrenaline's kicked in, and you're like, "This is a lifetime moment. We have to take, or we're never getting it again, most likely." So that's where it came from, and I do apologize that we, we I, communicate that. You are forgiven, but <laughs> it is not forgotten. And Hell can, no, And no. we can leave it at that. Okay, sounds good. But yeah, it was definitely a lifetime experience that we are very grateful for. When the photos and videos are coming, there's just too many, and <laughs> we have to go through them. But, um, but such an experience that I'm glad we got, and I highly recommend whatever that may be for you, like... Be safe out there, but but definitely live your life and enjoy the world that we are in because it is a beautiful one and we have more to look at than just to be negative and different. Yeah, and it, you you gotta it just gotta get it, out your bubble. One, it just it proved again. It is so important to get out there and see the world and yeah. judge and judge for yourself. We're global don't, citizens, all of us. We're don't not just look at it on TV. No. Don't take your best friend's cousin's brother's girlfriend's opinion on any place. Don't take my opinion on it. Go see. Go yeah, see. Go see it for yourself. Make your all of these opinion. places the for yourselves. Uh, what what live, I thought were it, it, was great, you might think sucks. What I thought sucked, you might think was great. Uh, I, I encourage you all to, to get, get on your traveling shoes 
and uh, see the world because yep. it is a it is, it is a beautiful an amazing place, place. It really We're is. We're so lucky to have it, and we need to fix it because it's the only one we got. Yeah, and let's keep working and let's on it. Let's keep it because it's, it's beautiful. Because it's, it's it's so <laughs> it good right so now. Makes so much sense. And it and it and it really it won't take that much effort or that no. much sacrifice to really to just won't. make it to just make it truly excellent. Uh, we we all have the power if we would work together to do it. It's so close. It's just it's it's amazing. Also, we'll go we went to Amsterdam. If you're there, enjoy it. See the things. Smoke a joint. Stay at the Ink Hotel. Eat a brownie. Eat Ink. a brownie. Yeah. Whatever. Yep. Whatever works for you. Have an Amstel from the Amstel, and go see the Anne Frank House Museum. It is. Something everyone should see in their lifetime if you Another know. thing that I missed, but that wasn't Tommy's fault. <laughs> yes, <We're>... exactly. <laughs> that was That was not my that fault. That was because I was plain and dear about that. I wasn't feeling that means, well. That and, meant so much to me now. And we were we were story. exhausted seeing seeing all those places that we mentioned in fourteen days. It was a lot. And, it was a whirlwind. And doing the walking. It was that a tapas journey, just a little bite of each place. But yeah, it's, um it's it's so it was so amazing, and we're so was... grateful to our friends Ellie and Wyatt for having us come along. And yes, uh, it's a they... lifetime. It will, it's a, just a lifetime gift that will always be rewarding. And so eternally grateful. But um, on that note, I'm sure more stories will come forth in our next couple episodes. But right now, we'll kind of shift over to tonight is the Oscars. I know some people aren't so excited about that, but to me, it's a fun thing I've been looking at since I was a kid with my mom and. It's a tradition that I always keep up and... Spoiler alert. <laughs> if you're a person of color, you probably won't find yourself represented often. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, she already said it was the Oscars. Sorry, you already knew that. Yeah. that's a, There's a lot of Hollywood needs to grow and work on, as we know, for sure. And that's but there is, some, there is some great stuff. Everything, everywhere, all at once. I really hope, yep, I, I I hope it kicks so, yeah. ass and so take names because I thought that was a that. great movie. Tonight is that. That's a great film. Um, we love that one. I really enjoyed Babylon, as we've discussed on Michelle here before. Yo. Apparently, that's... Yeah, I don't know what's wrong with people if they don't uh, like it. I mean, you're that's your prerogative, but I want to know why. And please leave us an email or a comment or whatnot. If you don't like Babylon by Damien Chazelle, I just want to know why. Because no one can tell me. They can just complain about it and say, it's the most terrible thing yeah. I've ever seen. I didn't, All these critics hate it, but why do you hate again, it? Because I, I liked the, it a lot. I didn't like the elephant, I didn't like the elephant poop at the beginning No, I, I mean, it was grimy that was and weird. The very beginning but and then there was a whole it. lot of movie get over it though it's a story so, other than that keep it moving yeah i thought it was i thought it was i mean it was it wasn't some people are like well it's not a biography it wasn't supposed to be a biography it's it not a biography a about of, these people it has it's, a it's lot a, of reimagination of it there's a lot of parallels to parallels, what's going yeah. on right now in our current era mm-hmm. they're moving they were moving from uh silent movies into talkies we're transitioning well, singing in the rain is mentioned in it which spoiler alert but that was a big part of what damien used for la la land too was the old musicals and transitions i thought that was really interesting bringing that back with the whole scheme of it can you please be quiet anyway we've, we've discussed babylon on this podcast oh, yeah. before so we won't go into it too much but it was check out that episode anyway that's nominated for some things and that's good hopefully it hopefully it does yeah well. i think we're it's just a, it's an artistic Elvis. artistic masterpiece uh, we're rooting for the whale only some people get um, the that, whale brendan fraser i am so praying that he gets best actor because he deserves it which i we, don't know about uh, austin butler i haven't seen the movie yet but i just feel like he has time after for other we things. do this podcast we're gonna try to squeeze yeah in we'll squeeze it in. Before. um but i just think brendan fraser 
I mean, you know what I think about Brendan Fraser. He's a great actor, and he's so endearing with that character that I think he really touched a lot of chords. And she, and he's your junior high she school was my, crush. Yes, he was my middle school crush. One of them, anyway. And I'm just very, oh, I'm very happy for him. That's I, all. I haven't mentioned this to Ami before, but when I was uh, leaving to go to work the other day, I got behind a neighbor pulled out and was in front of me and had this bumper sticker, and it said, "I'd rather be watching the 1999 classic film." The Mummy with Brendan Fraser and uh, I forget Rachel that. Weiss. Ra- and yeah. Rachel Weiss. Yeah. And it literally said that whole thing no on a bumper shit. sticker. And I tried to get a picture of it, but of course. Oh, that's funny. I want that. I won't use it, obviously, the, but the I love that. The car was able to pull away. Uh, but I like especially the classic 1999. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no. Which, all, which just makes me feel old. But it's Yeah, over, no, that makes me feel old. It's Jesus. almost 25 years old I now. mean, it is. So uh, but that's another reason why I'm, I'm rooting for Brendan, because he has a, he's through the hell he's gone through Hollywood shit with his whole sexual harassment issue that he spoke about and, and commend him for, as well as the fact that I just, I've always liked his acting. I think he's always been a very be- beautiful actor. Come, like he's good at comedy. He's good at romance. He's good at he's good at every genre. And so I'm happy for him that he's finally getting seen for the work that he has always had. In my opinion. I mean, from Encino Man to The Whale, it's quite the arc. That's what I'm saying, man. <laughs> Come on, like '90s was '90s, but that's a pretty that's a pretty good actor range. For a pretty face boy back in the 90s, too. You George know? of the Jungle. George of the motherfucking jungle. To the whale. Thank you. Just saying. And it's a beautiful story. It's we already impressive. talked about that one, too. But it's I, I was really intrigued by that story as well. Um, and how they executed everything. But, yeah. So I'm rooting for that. Um, what Wakanda is it? Forever, which I really enjoyed. Oh, yeah. Annette Benny. No, not Benny. Um... <laughs> Annette Benny. <laughs> not Annette Benny. God, what's her name? I'm blanking right now. I know, I'm blanking on it too. Holy fuck. She played Tina Turner. Angela Bassett. Thank you. It was the AB that got my brain. Angela Bassett nominated and great performance, not taking anything away from her. I just think stacked up against some of the other... It's just uncomparable. Like, I mean, you can't compare. It's just... And it's yeah, a, Michelle Yeoh's and or the, I or the, love the Marvel movies. I yes, go, I've I'm gone to just about every Marvel movie in the theater. Uh, speaking, oh damn, I wanted to go to Quantum Mania today. Oh. Um, I go to just about every Marvel movie, see it in the theater because I love the Marvel movies. Sure. I don't know. I don't know if they're Oscar worthy. I don't. It's other than like for special effects and things like that. I don't know that they're meant to be. I, right. To me, but then again, like maybe I just have an old fuddy-duddy way of looking at what the Oscars is supposed to be. If we're celebrating just great big money profiting films, films that everybody wants to go see, and that certainly has a place, then there there's a reason for Maverick and Way of Water. That was a thing and for me. Wakanda yeah. to be nominated, absolutely. But to me, the Oscars Avatar is too, more right? brings to, it brings more attention. Yeah, that's Way of Water. Oh right, right, right. Um, that brings it really is at its best when it's bringing attention to films that aren't the uh the independents that get recognized yeah the things shit. that you yes. really should be the artistic watching the films that because, are uh, we brilliantly watched, done in different artistic ways we watched women talking at home oh women talking yeah. yesterday That's and one. it was really good but it i was. just i know that it would have been a much better experience in the theater yes yes you know? agreed uh, the the whale was so emotional in the theater and i just and i'm and i'm equally as sure that it oh, wouldn't man. have been the same I was wailing at home on the couch. Yes, that's a pun, but also true. Like I was wail I, I was like 
<laughs> you were there. Yeah. I, I, it was really hard not to get I emotional. Didn't, I didn't realize that but, you were wailing because I was bawling my fucking <laughs> But that's okay. That's what I'm saying, though. That's what I love about movies. The magic of filmmaking and movies. <coughs> Excuse me. Is when you go to a film, especially when it's in the theater, and you get to experience that magic in the theater, and you have that space to yourself, even though you're sharing it with other people, and the movie still makes you cry, or makes it makes you feel. Whatever that feeling is, it makes you feel something. And that, to me, is why we do it. That's why we tell these stories. This is why the arts and science motion picture society is so amazing to me when we make films like that. And that's what the Oscars are to me. When we can award actually like artistic, amazing films that have pushed the envelope or made us think about something differently and have different perspectives and no, thinking about the what if factor. You know, what if this happened to me? What would I do? How does another person relate? And thinking outside the box like that, that's what helps me love this industry, you know? So let's hope that uh, nobody gets slapped this year. Oh, Jesus. Unless they, unless they bring Will Smith on they have, stage do you know they have a, um, specifically oh just to slap his sorry ass. They, and, uh, they have a whole crew about that this year. I, I uh, heard on the news about that they're like, oh, they, they have a whole... There's slap prevention crews Well, I don't know about place. specifically <laughs> slap prevention, but it's there's, definitely crisis prevention you've got, situation. Yeah. We've got... Co- we, so you're yeah. going to I don't have know what the, that means, like Secret Service guys backstage or some shit, but well, I'm sure the snipers be, in the mezzanine. They'll be just as effective as the COVID crews right. walking around on sets right now. Hey, guys, could you please put your mask on? And nobody will. <laughs> They're going to wander was, through and be like, said, so they legally hey guys, it. could you please not slap each other? Thank you. Or if you're going to do it, please slap each other backstage like normal years. Don't do it on stage. <laughs> kind of fucked this up last year. Oh God. I don't know if you heard about it. It was kind of subtle. No, it's old news now. But yeah, anyway, uh, that's what's happening. <laughs> okay. And now let's, let's All right. go watch well, another let's movie. Let's go watch another movie before we get into the Oscars and you go to bed. Because you have work tomorrow. I do On have work set tomorrow. Somewhere we'll talk to so talk about far another away. day. <laughs> I get to work in Pomona, and to work in Pomona, I get to get up at three thirty in the morning. Yes, but you are an actor going to set. Yeah, I'm going. You're living uh, the dream, baby. You're I living don't know, the dream. I don't feel too much like an actor, but I am going to set. So. <laughs> there you go. Anyway. All right, well, guys, thank you so much for coming on board today. I don't know why I'm talking about the cruise ship. We'll talk more about the trip uh, next time because we have so much to talk about. Um, but have a great week, and we'll talk to you and hear you next time. Peace. <laughs>